Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Mike Lee, who is really a constitutional scholar, the senator. We've actually done a uh, speaker series with him here in Philadelphia. Mike Lee uh, from uh, Utah getting into it with Liz Cheney. And the uh, Liz Cheney tweets out, uh, hey, uh, Senator Lee, have someone check your Twitter account. Some maniac has taken it over. Some conspiracy nut. Because Mike Lee wants to know, with more visual that we have here, how many FBI informants, agents, etc. were involved in this and what did they do? And Christopher Wray, of course, will never answer that. He's got to be held in contempt, one of these. So what has to happen is this. Lee didn't say it, but over the weekend, you're starting to see a consensus, and I agree with it. The Republican House has to convene their own January 6th investigation inquiry around matters like that. All right, we, we know, and look, you have to be just crazy if you think all that went on there is okay. It's not. And on an individual basis, individual people should have gotten, and some of them did, stiff sentences. Others, it was over overkill, particularly the treatment where they are in the jail. We had uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene on, on Friday who visited that jail. And the treatment is abysmal. They're trying to break them, punish them excessively. Some. But this is one of the open questions out there because... People carefully watching the tapes over the weekend are seeing a lot of things that makes them wonder about how deep the FBI and other government agencies' involvement happened to be. So I think it's a fair thing to do this because Democrats in the media are not going to let that go. And I think of the January 6th, what happened in the context of the George Floyd summer, which has never been investigated. So now there's a new documentary out. We saw that Megyn Kelly had the producers of it on that goes after several parts of the narrative. Now, I know what I saw there. And as far as police protocol, it's way out of bounds. Shaven. But is it, was that a murder? Did he murder George Floyd? Or is it due to methamphetamine and fentanyl that he had in his body and You know the argument on that side. So Miranda Devine has seen the film. She'll be here at 1.30 today, but she's also the go-to on Hunter Biden and a lot of January 6th stuff. So I'm thrilled we have her because uh, this film is now, we're going to see where you'll be able to see the film. I don't know if it'll only be online or we'll have a battle again that it can't be shown in movie theaters. These are legitimate people that work, one of them worked in the DA's office during that period of time. And, uh, you know, Minneapolis uh, burned down, they say, off a false narrative, or some of it false. That's the way that I would put it, based upon what I've been able to read. So we got that uh, going on. Uh, Those two things are jumping out at me. But uh, before I play you, Janet Yellen, this is just amazing. So this woman... The uh, Treasury Secretary is a real powerhouse in the Biden administration and is definitely out of control. 
And then I'm going to tell you about another anti-Semitic school board member in the suburbs whose day job is to be a DEI person, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's another school board incident out in a prime, highly touted school district, Upper Dublin. I'll tell you about that. Listen to Janet Yellen, though. She, I, th- I think this was on CNBC. And there was so much here. This woman is incredibly arrogant that she's going to convince us that Bidenomics is working. People are going to see it. How many times do people have to say, are you kidding? Even that noted economist, Dan, Cardi B has jumped in again. Did you see Cardi B's real name? I think I've seen it before. Oh, my but... God. Benaclaus is the first name. There's Bel- Belcalis Marlinus Almanzar Cephas. <laughs> oh, Cephas is rough. Well, uh, how's it working on getting uh, Cardi B in studio for an interview in 2024? Yeah, is that not, not happening. Uh, why not? Because we don't have enough dump. Oh, okay. Well, that's true, too. We, Behind we the had, scenes, dump button is We'd the, have to have uh, people seated button. on yeah. both sides of her with their hands, you know, poised <laughs> to... Uh... Yeah, you sent me this clip this morning, Dom, and yeah. I was like, oh, come on. That's like 30 minutes of censoring for a five-minute clip. Well, Cardi B in here is on to something. She wants to know, why are we fighting two wars, Ukraine war, et cetera, right? And yet, we don't have enough money to stop New York from having so many rats. <laughs> but first... A more elevated economist, maybe. Listen to Janet Yellen telling us what we revealed a few weeks ago that 60 Minutes did. It's bad enough all the military spending in Ukraine. But remember the money for their first responders? Remember that woman with her small business? Of course her small business has to be propped up. Now we're paying for school teachers. That's right, N-J-E-A, N-E-A, in Ukraine. Listen to Janet Yellen. What's the chance that it uh, it gets passed before the end of the year? Well, um, it's a critical priority for the president and critical to the national security of our country. Um, I can't prognosticate about the timetable on this. Um, I'm pleased that Congress has passed legislation to keep the government open and running. But it really is essential that... Uh, this aid be provided both to Israel and to Ukraine. We can't allow uh, Ukraine to um, lose a battle uh, on the home front because it lacks enough money to keep uh, school teachers in the classroom and first responders on the job when it's fighting valiantly um, on on the battlefield. So uh, Ukraine is utterly dependent on this aid. So now it's first responders, small business, and teachers on the home front. We got to pay for that in Ukraine. And she boldly just says it, and on CNBC, let's go to no challenge, nothing around that, that Americans are not buying this. They don't want to pay for this in general, but particularly when it comes to this. Yeah. Uh, have you, uh, I'm sorry, this is very out of the left field reference, yeah. but do you ever see Inside Out, the Pixar film, where they're all different emotions? I feel like Ro probably made you watch it at some point. I don't know that. There's happiness, yeah. sadness. Yeah. yeah. But there's a character named Sadness, Dom, and it, right. it, it's Janie Yellen to like a perfect degree. Oh. Take a listen. Hey, only, oh, I'm too sad to walk. Just give me a few. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> but she's a powerhouse. She does what she wants there. So we have to prop up their school districts now, too. Otherwise, the Russians are going to win. Okay, now, you may remember last week on Friday, we told you about this uh, school board member out in Colonial School District out in the suburbs who uh, resigned because of her comments calling the Israeli Defense Forces a terrorist group. And it was revealed in Philadelphia, just said, so what? She has a right to say whatever she wants. She is the deputy superintendent of schools. So Delaware Valley Journal goes through all that. And now the ball is in the court of the of others with access to this. How in the world can she be the assistant superintendent in the Philadelphia public schools involved probably with curriculum, kids, et cetera, and be anti-Semitic? Well, she's joined by somebody who just got elected, according to the Delaware Valley Journal, in Upper Dublin, which is a school district with a very good uh, reputation. 
this woman who ran as a Democrat posted to Facebook a seminar that purports to teach the history of Israel and Palestine filled with anti-Semitic tropes, describing Israel as a colonial power, meaning they weren't there originally, and references the ongoing genocide and ethnic cleansing of the Palestinians. Then uh, a a change.org petition has been launched to ask this woman to resign. There is more, though. She then tells people to uh, go to this getting to the root, sharing stories and humanizing Palestine, part one. One of the speakers is Sosan Jabber, recently posted a message on Twitter referring to Joe Biden as Genocide Joe and talks about genocide being committed by funding from America. So anti-American, too. Here's the kicker, Dan. This woman is the DEI coordinator, diversity, (laughs) equity, inclusion at a, wait for it, Dom, Quaker school, at a Quaker school. Now, the Quakers um, over the years have had trouble. I remember in one Senate election, they were supporting a candidate, a Democrat, and they got caught, the group supporting, having a map up. And this isn't that long ago, Dan that said Palestine on it, where Israel is. There is no Palestine. It's Israel. So uh, how could this woman be in charge of diversity, equity, and inclusion in a Quaker school here in Philadelphia and be involved in all the? It fits. There's no doubt. It definitely fits. If you're on the left, if you're a Black Lives Matter type, any of that, it all comes together. It's intersectional. They see everybody as oppressed, including the poor Palestinians. And even in the wake of what we saw on October 7th, they don't bat an eye. They're still continuing to do this. Now, she did wait until after she was elected to start posting this stuff. I'm not concerned with whatever they do in Upper Dublin, but how in the world is this person around kids, just like the assistant superintendent in Philadelphia? It just got caught. Social media brought this out. That's all that it's about. All right. Uh, kind of disturbing cut I found over the weekend gives us our side question today. And I know for Dan it was disturbing. Um, we have, um, you know, a lot of people still trying to attack Moms for Liberty. But LeVar Burton, uh, at a National Book Award ceremony, Reading Rainbow Guy, among other things, he could have still been the host of Jeopardy. My God, remember that? I thought he would have been pretty good for that versus the current people. So So, disappointing. Remember when uh, Trebek first, uh, you know, passed away and they were talking about all those Jeopardy hosts? LeVar Burton was one of the guys. I was like, yeah, let's get LeVar Burton on. Reading Rainbow, I grew grew up on the guy. Childhood hero of yours. I loved him. And like some context behind the guy, Reading Rainbow, I think it was on one of the local channels or maybe PBS or something. And it it was a show where he just examined, looked into kids' books, children's books. So... To a generation, to a degree, he's seen as some kind of expert on children's literature. Yeah, I wouldn't call him Mr. Rogers. Nobody is. But it's in that vein. Childhood hero, kids, uh, LeVar Burton. Impeccable. He didn't get the uh, Jeopardy gig, but he must. Was he the MC here? Is that what he was? Uh, or just a guest speaker or something? Uh, guest speaker yeah. at the National Book. So you know about those moms for Liberty. Here's what he said about Moms for Liberty. Before we get going, are there any Moms for Liberty in the house? Moms for Liberty? No? Good. Then hands will not need to be thrown tonight. All right. Now, it doesn't bother me threatening Moms for Liberty with violence. If they suppose one of them had raised their hand, Dan. Oh, my God. I, the guy was joking to a degree, but at the same time, like, what, what I'm disappointed in is, as I said, I, I do at one point, I heard all of this guy is some kind of expert on children's yes. literature. You would think he would actually know what the hell he's talking about when he's up there, and now he's making a joke just kind of uh, buying into the BS that's fed to him. Uh, you know, like, like there, there's a lot out there about Moms for Liberty that's just completely untrue, and a, a lot of what they're fighting for is, is something I do indeed care deeply about, and that's... Uh, 
keeping traditional values to a degree in That's classrooms. Right. Parental rights and all that. Parental right? rights, yeah. yeah. A lot of the books that we see in there are uh, so explicit they can't even be read at school board meetings or shown on... Bond boy. Like, we can't read them here on, you know, yes. terrestrial radio. Yeah, I wonder what Mr. Burton would say about that. And look, he is joking, but, you know... It's a mom's group, and they're joking about violence on them, and it's wild cheer. Which is it these people want? Now, you know if somebody on the other side joked about violence on Randy Weingarten or whatever, oh, my goodness, it would be the end of the a time. So the side question, give us somebody that was somebody you admired, childhood hero, but doesn't have to be quite that far, and you were deeply disappointed in at some point. All right, I'm going to take Mickey Mantle off the board. I remember Jim Bouton's book, Ball Four. Was it Ball Four? I think it was Ball Four, yeah. The pitcher for the Yankees when it came out. And, oh, man, Mickey Mantle was more brutal. And then we started to find out how brutal he was. Not the Mick. No. I, I, yeah, I want Mano. someone today that would be, like, plastered on your childhood bedroom. Maybe, like, That's a poster. A, yeah. a poster on That'd the wall. That would be a great one. Yeah. Uh, that, that when you kind of grew older and you realized who that true individual was, you're like, yeah, maybe I don't like them that much. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't have to be complete embarrassment. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, exactly. Mine was uh, one that might be controversial. You know what? Not to this audience, right. I don't think. But uh, John Lennon, man. Because... When I was a kid, uh, Beatles 1 was uh, big. That album came out, and they kind of had a rebirth of popularity. And I, I fell in love with the Beatles, but then as I you know, became to know more about the man John Lennon himself, and not necessarily his politics or Yoko Ono, but the way he was abusive and abused you know, alcohol and all, it, it really turned my stomach on him to the point that you know, I knew that a lot of what he was trying to preach about, this unity, this imagined BS, was just that. It was BS. And I had a, a girlfriend in high or no, in college. They wanted to go to New York City, so we went out to New York City, and uh, she wanted to see the Imagine, you know, memorial and all that. She wanted to see where oh, John Lennon was shot, and I obviously did it. But the entire time, just under my breath and rolling my eyes, saying, <laughs> "This guy is not who you think he was." All right, nicely played. Thank God that didn't work out. There wouldn't be a Maisie here, and very true. Would have been harder to get into a house. Minnie right. goes, "No, Dan, no." John. <laughs> 855-839-1210. Hit us with that. And also, January 6th investigatory committee in the Republican House. That's what's needed. Seeing these 40,000 hours or at least snippets of them, a lot of it doesn't fit the media narrative. Uh, Liz Cheney just set up the narrative. Boy, the, Liz Cheney always has that face, too. My God. Coming up. Jack Smith, the big-time prosecutor, compares himself to a saint, to a saint, in trying to get a gag order on Trump. And we will play Cardi B at some point. I don't know what kind of, is that a shower cap she has on her head or not that I'm looking at here. But, uh, hey, damn Fox. It is. Fox has her on, so they were able to bleep enough out, I guess. Or maybe they're Yeah, I did. It just took me like 30 minutes okay. to do. All right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time to your Dano show. Welcome in. Great side question today. Childhood hero or something like that. A little, you know, somebody you admired and they disappointed you, if not outright, sort of. That's what we're looking for. Get your name into the hat in kind of a uh, shortened week here. 855-839-1210. All right. Special counsel Jack Smith did go there in order to try to get a judge to further gag Donald Trump. He cited King Henry II of England's remarks that he says prompted four of his knights to kill the Archbishop of Canterbury. So in this, Trump is the um, the king. <laughs> his, his knights are the MAGA types. And Jack Smith and his people are the Archbishop of Canterbury. Here are the remarks. Repeated attacks are often understood as a signal to act. Just as King Henry II's remark Will no one rid me of this meddlesome priest resulting in Thomas Abeckett's murder? Smith writes that Henry's question, Will no one rid me of this meddlesome priest, supposedly prompted four knights to travel from Normandy to Canterbury to kill Beckett. The king's proclamation wasn't a direct order as much as a rhetorical question. Knights loyal to the king will rid the king of the priest is the answer. Henry had a long-running feud with Beckett, and Henry had Beckett indirectly killed, as the story goes. Two years after Beckett was murdered, he was canonized. Beckett's martyrdom inspired everything from Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales to T.S. Eliot's drama Murder in the Cathedral. Oh, my God. You talk about... (laughs) So Jack Smith is is, uh, a saint. He's the Archbishop of Canterbury. And Trump, as mangled and as vague and indirect as some of these things might be, well, no one rid me of this meddlesome prosecutor. He's telling the judge, that's it. Got to stop this guy. Otherwise, we'll be having full-fledged dramas here. You can't make it up. Hey, I I heard that uh, little uh, promo there, too, with um, Taylor Swift, her parents and all. Not happening tonight, Dan. Taylor Swift is not going to be there. Apparently, it's so hot in Rio where she is. They've had a change based on temperatures and water and all that stuff. So the word that I got is no Taylor Swift there tonight. Yeah, now, her parents can still go, can't they? Yeah, but I mean, I was talking on the betting line because I think every game that she's been at, the Chiefs have won. They played better than they have when she's not there. So uh, I think that's worth a point. Thank you. you. Do you think this was a you know a, a, a Taylor Swift PR move because her Eagles fandom's outweighing her relationship ah, with Travis Kelsey, and yes. she doesn't want to jinx the Eagles? She might be thinking, yes, this shows what a weasel she is. Poor Travis. Oh Kelsey. no, I was trying to make it a good thing for her. <laughs> well, no, it shows that she's a weasel though. She's pretending she's still with the Eagles, so she's not going there for the boyfriend's big game in Kansas City. Ah, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. She's, she's protecting her own stuff. Yeah. Even though we know that uh, he plays better statistically, and so do the Chiefs when Taylor Swift is there. So that's one thing to our advantage. Uh, no Taylor Swift tonight. Now, look. What's the, what's the over-under on amount of time spent talking about Taylor Swift tonight? Yes. So I was going to go there. Uh, who are the people that do uh, Monday Night Football? Um, <sighs> it's changed so many times. Yeah, it's changed track. a lot. It's not even to Rico and Collins. And I was all set. I already have it penciled in on Tuesday. Ten-minute segment attacking Taylor Swift. Buck and Aikman, right? Uh, oh, even worse. Yeah, Joe great. Buck uh, and, and Aikman. A very pro-Eagles crowd tonight. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm sure, though, we, we don't talk about things like this, and then they'll talk about it for ten minutes. They got it. They're probably going crazy. How are we going to fill that spot where we're going to talk about Taylor Swift? Uh, Manny Cass on ESPN2. You ever check that one out? I despise it. Do you? Yes. I can't. I can't. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, it's, bad. 
Yeah, it is. They're just grabbing and stuff. They set a fire alarm. So I, I implore all our because I'm a huge yeah. Peyton Manning fan, yeah. and it hurts me to do yeah. this, but I implore all our listeners. I'm a producer, and I, I sit there just uh, breaking down to Maisie the entire time. I can't watch it because right. I, I try to produce it. Because Peyton and Eli, all they do is they take like, – like PR agents will send over questions that they expect you to ask their client. Yes. Uh, here on this show, the reason why you like Dom's interviews is because he pretty much ignores it a lot of times and has his own questions, you know? Uh, they just essentially go down the list, ask the questions, don't listen to the answer, then ask the next question, and it's horrible content. And that's how they get on people. Yeah. They're willing to come on. Look, I know it's hard to get people on, but my God, you're the Mannings. All right, so uh, here is uh, musically from Taylor Swift, the Cardi B. Here's Cardi B. She said stuff like this before, talking about in the middle of all the expletives, that she voted for Biden. But why are we spending all this money? She's not even talking about Bidenomics here. She's talking about spending all the money on wars like Ukraine. And yet New York City has all. I just saw New York is going to cut back on their police. Uh, that just came down uh, because of not because of the wars. You know why they're cutting back the migrant crate. The migrant thing is sucking up so much money. They've had to cut rat control, uh, police, all kinds of things in New York. I don't know if they'll uh, cut the ticket uh, writers. They never cut them. All right. So here's a little bit of Cardi B. Because I'm speaking the truth. And here's the truth, right? In New York, there is a $120 million budget cut. There's a $120 million budget cut in New York that is going to affect schools, public libraries, and um, the police department. Y'all know I don't give a f- about the cops, but like it is what it is. There's going to be an $120 million budget cut with schools, with libraries, and the cops, and the police department. And a $5 million budget cut in sanitation. Of a, a budget cut in sanitation. We're going to be drowning with rats. We're going to be drowning in f- rats. So we are going to be having a budget cut on these Mind you, and this is why I said, I'm not, this is why I'm telling y'all, I'm not this year. Don't <laughs> ask me. I don't give a the resume that they send. I don't give a I'm not endorsing no presidents no more. Because how is that a $100 million budget cut in New York City for, for um, schools, library, uh police safety and sanitation yeah joe biden's talking about like yeah we could fund two wars we could fund two wars Motherfuckers talking about we don't got it but we got it like we're the greatest nation no the f- we're not we're going through some shit right now like say it say it we really going through uh we, we, we really 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 are f- right now all right so i'd <laughs> like to set up this debate then it'd be the crowning moment uh, on uh, Ukraine and spending on Ukraine and what we get for it between Janet Yellen and Cardi B. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Love it. Oh, God. Sadness well, she, from she, Inside uh, Out versus Cardi B. Right. I, I think that uh, Cardi B has a better sense of what Americans are thinking here, as crazed as she is, versus Janet Yellen. Here's one more of the stylings of Janet Yellen, though. Uh, this coming on um, this about... Bidenomics. You mind if I keep this Cardi B beat behind Janet yeah, Yellen? Yeah, yeah let's keep it behind Janet Yellen. I, I think it'll help pep this up. <laughs> they still have in their head that people are dumb. And if Republic, if we can't beat this guy and, and this whole operation just on the economy, what is wrong? Listen to Janet you know, Yellen. Philosophically and sort of intellectually, you can look at a lot of these numbers and say, this man, this is a, a great economy in so many ways on a relative basis to history and the like. But at the same time, you have poll numbers and others saying that they don't feel it. Yeah, I'm aware of that. And I think it's our job to um, explain to Americans what (laughs) President Biden has done to improve the economy. I think as inflation comes down, uh, prices stop rising. I'm sorry to interrupt this. I got to interrupt this act. This woman is the secretary of Treasury. Prices are not coming down. You know, if you want to say the rate of inflation, Dan, p- please speak. Uh, Cardi B would say, well, the rate of I'd love to hear Cardi B tell some. Well, wait a minute. The rate of inflation prices are not coming down. You may be adding on to them at a slower pace than last year. Thank God. 
But in what universe are prices coming uh, down? They're going up. Uh, continue, please. Sorry. I right, listen to this freestyle again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as inflation comes down, uh, prices stop rising, and the labor market remains strong. Um, Americans will begin to see that we have made meaningful progress. And importantly, the administration is making investments in America that will show up in improved conditions um, and more availability of good jobs uh, in many parts of the country that have not seen a lot of progress. I wonder if uh, Tammy Murphy, Queen Tammy Murphy, Dan, who's up next, uh, can do that as she runs for the Senate. Senator Mike Testa is with us next. Already on this, I love what he has on Twitter. He's got the royal crown on Queen Tammy Murphy and a petition to stop this monarchy before it continues. Senator Mike Testa from New Jersey is next. And uh, who has the better? Can you imagine a Yell and Cardi B debate? Now that's... I'd prefer a freestyle rap battle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jenny Yellen was going to the beat, too. It was impressive. Yeah, exactly. She was very good. Hey, uh, how about joining me Saturday, December 2nd at the Faith and Liberty Discovery Center? I've told you about it before. Fifth and Market Streets in Old City, just across from the Liberty Belt. It's free admission all day. Faith and Liberty Discovery Center kicks off the Christmas season with tons of fun activities. Enjoy crafts for kids, hot chocolate, holiday movies, see their Christmas tree, and 19th century-inspired Christmas train display. You also meet former Birds player and five-time Pro Bowler Irving Fryer. Wait a minute, Dan. I didn't know he was going to be there, too. Wait a minute. So he's a five-time Pro Bowler. I've been in America's top 100 host uh, 32 times. Now someone that can finally tell us whether or not you can throw a football for <laughs> oh, Wait a minute. i got to set this up. I wonder if we uh, can draw more of a crowd there. All right, Irving. Go out behind those chairs. Go about 33 yards. Pretend like it's 40. Make your hands hurt when I throw that ball in there. Make me look good. I might bring the ball there. You, know, you might want to chuck it around a little. At least get him on the show. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. God save the queen! Well, not if Mike Testa has anything to do about this. Danny's a knight down there in Cumberland County, to quote Jack Smith, <laughs> and he's on a mission to stop this Senate run before it gets started. Senator Mike Testa joins us again in Philadelphia. Senator, happy Thanksgiving if we don't speak, and thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Um, I, I wish that we had a lot more to be thankful in the state of New Jersey after this past election cycle. So my victory and the victory that we had in Cumberland County is a little bit bittersweet, even more so now that, you know, Tammy Murphy is, has announced that she wants to be our United States Senator. I, I just queen. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's totally okay. I just, I can't imagine a more out of touch family than the Murphy family right now, thinking that they are what we need in the state of New Jersey to get us back on the right track after so many of the failed policies that come right from the top down, from the Biden administration to the Murphy administration. And now let's make it even better and just have a monarchy in the state of New Jersey, the Murphy monarchy, have, you know, Governor Murphy be our governor and his wife, Tammy Murphy, be the United States senator. It's really it really is a slap in the face to so many New Jerseyans. And I have to be honest with you, it's a slap in the face to so many Democratic politicians in the state of New Jersey 
who I'm sure had their eyes on that seat for potentially running for that seat, and now are being told to, you know, step aside. Queen Murphy, it's hers. Uh, you have a petition up, uh, Mike Tested, too, that I saw on Twitter. Tell us about it. You know, it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, obviously, but I, it's having a, a petition to see just how many people really believe that Tammy Murphy should be our United States senator or should not be our United States senator. I just I don't believe that Americans in general believe in monarchy. That's kind of why we have the United States of America. Right. And, and they also don't believe that, you know, New Jersey should be a monarchy. And just think about this for a second. Imagine having a husband and wife be the governor and one of the two United States senators we have. I just it, it's it's a bad look. And it would only be rewarding bad behavior of Governor Murphy and how he has handled the state of New Jersey for the past six years. Couldn't agree more, but they're off too blatantly now. And you can tell us about this. Uh, they aired a one, they, the buy, uh, Mike Testa, is uh, an ad campaign of $100,000 featuring Tammy Murphy after she joined the Senate race on uh, maternal uh, nurture New Jersey. You know, I always question just how much of a deep state exists in the state of New Jersey. And, you know, New Jersey aired a $100,000 ad campaign featuring Tammy Murphy, Tammy Murphy, right after she joined the Senate race. I I just, it it, it appears, and I'm not making this as a strong allegation here, but it certainly appears that potentially government taxpayer dollars was used to fund a $100,000 ad campaign that featured the first lady. I have a problem with that. And the timing of it is really suspicious. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, and I and I see the, the grading on this. You know, all first ladies have some kind of cause, and this certainly is a good one. But I don't know. Uh, the, the thing that I'm most concerned about with Tammy Murphy, Senator, though, is the climate hysteria. And she got that put into school districts across New Jersey. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's just an extension of the Biden administration's failing policies. We don't need to look too far to see how those green energy policies are already failing in New Jersey, with Orsted having pulled out of two major offshore wind projects very recently. The projects are failing. They're not sustainable monetarily. And it's typical of what's happened in New Jersey that from under the gold dome, People are telling the average citizen what is best for them. And I think that's the exact philosophy of the Murphy administration, that they truly believe that New Jerseyans aren't that smart, that they know what is best for New Jersey, even though they're really not originally from here, which is a whole nother issue. But it's typical of how they view government. They view government as being in a position to tell the citizenry what is best for them, because we're just too stupid to know what's best for us. A parting area for you. You did really well in Cumberland County, where you are the mainstay. And uh, we had you on before that, and things look promising. Are you in the camp that says, you know, tweaking, dealing with abortion is what drove this? Money seems to be a factor here, too. Uh, I'm not sure mail-in balloting is what I'm always suspect of. I know in Pennsylvania we're on it. How about in New Jersey? Well, look, you know, I've embraced mail-in balloting for the past three cycles now so that we don't start Election Day Mm -hmm. seven, eight, nine thousand votes down. You know, that's a really almost insurmountable, um, insurmountable task when you have eight thousand votes that you have to overcome on Election Day. Look, we have to we have to embrace vote by mail. And you take a look at the abysmal, the abysmal turnout numbers that happened in this past election cycle in Cumberland County it was right around 25%. So I needed to make sure that my targeted voters, the targeted Republicans were in fact coming out to the ballot box so that we could win. And we delivered a double digit win, by the way, uh, in Cumberland County, a county that we're really not supposed to win. I also think that candidate recruitment plays a huge role. You know, people thought I came out of nowhere when I ran for Senate in 2019, but I had been the vice chair of the county organization since 2009 and the chair since 2014. I think a lot of times we're sort of scrambling in the Republican Party to find candidates. 
you know, so we need to do a much better job at candidate recruitment that it's not just a one-year a one-year plan. It needs to be a three-year plan, a five-year right. plan. We need to cultivate some of these people so that when they are running for legislative offices, it's not the first time that the voters are hearing their name. And that and that's a big problem statewide that I think we get into these races and it's January, February, March, and, and we're sort of scrambling to find out who our candidates are going to be. I also think that Republicans have a very unique way of, of getting into the circular firing squad and you know having unnecessary primaries which we which we faced by the way this year in southern new jersey i think we need to be much more united in our messaging statewide i look at i look at what many people say is hey you have to have targeted messaging i don't disagree that our legislative districts our 40 legislative districts across the state are different they are however we have to have some mainstays so that we have a unified monolithic message from the top of the state to the bottom of the state. And if we stick to that messaging, I think we can do a much better job. Did parental also, right? Did, did parental rights not uh, break through here, though? When you and I talked, and look, I'm a big fan of it. I agree with you. You know Jersey better than I, but I know parental rights is what I think Republicans across the board ought to be articulating. It's shocking what Murphy and others are doing in Jersey. I think parental rights are a huge factor that, again, Republicans need to be able to deliver that message as to exactly what is happening with parental rights, what's being taught in our school systems throughout the state of New Jersey, really what is not education but indoctrination in some form or another. I mean, you saw what the NJEA uh, convention was, what they were doing in Atlantic City. I mean, this is what they're focused on. They're focused on drag queen reading hours and things of that nature. It's it's bizarre to me when so many of our children are still suffering from learning loss as a result of COVID and they're not passing standardized tests. What does the NJEA do? They criticize the standardized tests and say we should maybe do away with standardized tests. So I guess their answer is we should focus on drag queen reading hour and weirdo things like that. I mean, it's just, it's just really weird to me that that's what the NJEA is focused on. I also you know think we need to do a much better job at articulating our message to voters and what parental rights actually mean. Whoever thought that in any state, but in the state of New Jersey, that we would have to argue that it's not okay for schools to keep secrets about our children from parents. Again, the Murphy administration operates under the supposition that parents are not inherently loving and understanding, and instead take the attack position of that by revealing certain information about children to their parents, it's outing children to their parents. To the contrary, I think when children are going through a very difficult period of their adolescence, they need to have all of their loved ones involved in understanding what it is that they're going through. And it's just another weird scenario. It seems that Murphy administration and others like it want parents to raise their children in their home clothe their children, feed their children, house their children, but not really know them. Mm-hmm. And if they do want to know them, now they're placed in a position of, per- of being potentially a domestic terrorist because they want to they want to attend school board meetings. So, again, I think we need to do a much better job at getting the message out and streamlining that message so that it's not di- so disjointed. Absolutely. Senator, thank you. And again, congratulations on the great work. I know you couldn't make the event, the uh, wind turbine, the uh, the Save the Whales, the Protect Our Coast event. It was spectacular. And people know the impact that you've had. Well, thank you so very much. It's, It's difficult to make them all, I can tell you that. And I wish we could be everywhere all at once, but it's, it's impossible. And I just thank so many of the, the, the fighters that we have in the state of New Jersey that are saying, you know what, we know what is best for New Jersey and offshore wind isn't it. Exactly. Have a good Thanksgiving. Thank you, State Senator. You too. Take care. State Senator Mike Testa here on Talk Radio 1210. Coming up, and Dan, uh, see if you can put a guesstimate in big poll testing popularity of people like uh, Joe Biden, political. Kamala Harris, Trump, Mike Johnson, Nikki Haley, DeSantis, and somebody who they think is going to be political in 2024, and I agree, Taylor Swift. How many, what percentage of Republicans viewed her favorably? What would you say? Mm, 
43. 43%. Okay. Yeah. All right, we'll break it down next. And see oh, you're going to make me wait. Yes, oh, oh, it's, it's the art of the tease here. All right, All right. so uh, Miranda Devine, big time uh, New York Post columnist here at one thirty today. We'll talk with her about this new documentary out that challenges the media narrative on George Floyd, which has had, even until today, big time repercussions. This is uh, a volatile area. She's also the Hunter Biden a go-to person, and a lot on January 6th. So she'll be here on, uh, at one thirty today. Don Giordano Show. Welcome in, everyone. So uh, amazingly, this uh, NBC national poll out there, Biden, Trump, Mike Johnson. I haven't looked at the Mike Johnsons yet. That Beyonce only has a 92% recognition rate. Beyonce or Taylor, Beyonce or Taylor Swift? Beyonce. Really? Taylor Swift only has a 94%. No. Yeah. No I, way. And, you know, but both of them. The, the 6% ought to be on a jury. That, that's who you want on a jury. <laughs> that you know anything about? I don't know anything about anything. How in the world would you not know, vaguely at least, Taylor Swift? Maybe those 8% are living my dream life of just a cabin in the woods with no yes. connectivity to the outside world. Oh, my God. Do they know their own name? <laughs> and uh, the poll indicates what I've been saying. She's going to try to be a political force. Now, she's going to dance a little bit with it, but she can't resist. And we know which side she's going to go and how it's going to go and all that. We know what the issue is going to be. Well, maybe democracy in her line, but uh, abortion. She has a bear, Dan, net positive. You know, they asked very positive, somewhat positive, very negative, somewhat negative. Among Republicans, even among Republicans, she has a 2% uh, percentage point net positive. Which, given how negative both sides, you know, whichever side you're on here, she's probably the leading popular figure, at least in America, you know, The Rock wasn't in here, uh, anybody like that. But uh, she does exceedingly well. And, of course, the women vote on this is over the top, the net positive. But it's not as positive as you would think. It's only like a plus 40. You find me a uh, person, a female age, let's say, 25 right. to 35 years old that dislikes Taylor Swift and I'll... Uh, I don't know what I'll do, but I'll do something crazy. Okay. Yeah, well, but even with that base of support, it shows there's negativity out there. Uh, and not total name recognition. That's the thing that's mind-boggling. So will she be a player? She's got 275 million Instagram followers. That's astounding. Uh, I haven't looked at Mike Johnson. Did you happen to see Johnson in there? What's his net? It's probably a net negative favorability, but... I'm not sure, because the only thing people know about him that really don't follow, like talk radio people, about Johnson is he's a Christian, he's very devout, they don't like that, you know, that's what the media is putting out. I think uh, Johnson has done a remarkable job, you saw on Friday, releasing the 40,000 hours plus of January 6th, he's been, uh, he's been on the money. Okay, I do have Mike Johnson. Yeah, what's Mike Johnson? Um, very positive, six percent. Somewhat positive, eight percent. Neutral, twenty percent. Okay. Somewhat negative, seven. Very negative, sixteen. And don't know name slash not sure, forty-three percent. Oh my! How do you not know the name? Come on. Yes, come it's on, Johnson. He's a Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> it's a, hard a hard name to remember. It's yeah. a hard name to forget. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Well, that's stunning. 43% don't know who he is, even vaguely. But 6% don't know who Taylor Swift is, and 8% don't know who Beyonce is. When you're just known by one name, it got to be close to 98 99%. People know who you're talking about. I'd love to go outside our station, people walking by in Philadelphia, Dan, and just see what you get if you ask who Mike Johnson is. What kind of response? All right, we got a big guest at 1.30. We have Miranda Devine, New York Post columnist, wrote the Hunter Biden book. She has seen this film on George Floyd, which really tears apart. And I'll let her break it down, the narrative that the media put out and all the damage that came out of this. I still see the tape. I don't like what I see. 
But did uh, Floyd die of that injury through that cop? Or did he die of something else? Now, I'm not sure if theater's going to carry this, if it's going to be online. I think it's going to break in time for the holidays. We'll also ask her about Hunter Biden, but January 6th, she's been very much involved in that. And a little bit later, Angelo Cataldi is going to join us to break down tonight's uh, big game. we got the side question. Come on, get in on that. Is it too tough, Dan? Just asking for a childhood hero or somebody you admired. There's a great couple great answers. Yeah, on give Twitter. us a couple on Twitter. I mean, Marcus Aurelius says the Beach Boys. I loved them until I found out they hardly played on their records. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, he also writes Marvel comics till they started making these silly, overblown That's movies. That's a very good one. Um, <laughs> uh, Robert Ranking, a great answer. I'm going to take it off the board. I'm sorry if someone's calling in right now with it, but it's not up there on our board. OJ Simpson. Yes, the Hertz that commercial. Could, that all. could have yeah. been a winner. I never knew anything negative about. You know, everybody has flaws, Dan, but this guy was just a serial abuser, among other things. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.